Carroll is the greatest baseball player to ever live. Welcome in to the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name Derek Montia. I am your mayor of PHNX. Gotta wait for the, the drum solo. Uh, of course, I'm your mayor of PHNX. This man next to me in charge of all of the public works, but most importantly, the electricity, Sean DePaz. Yeah, yeah. How are we doing? Uh, how are we doing? Fucking terrific. We are doing <laughs> incredible. So good. Uh, Corbin Carroll, I don't know if you've heard, but he made Major League Baseball history today. He joined a very exclusive club. And when I say an exclusive club, I mean a club of one. Because Corbin Carroll is now the first Major League Baseball player in history. In history. This game has been around for 15,000 years. Uh, in history. To uh, join the 25 home run, 50 stolen base club in their rookie season. And man... We knew this kid was going to be special. We knew hmm. that he could do some really incredible things here. Uh, I, on this very program, put money on him live on the show to win the Rookie of the Year, which feels very much like a lock right Locky now charm. after making history. But, uh, man, what what a day, what a series for Corbin Carroll, uh, considering that he kind of uh, – he just, he just stole base after base, yeah. it felt like. I mean – he, uh, of course, got the offense rolling early yeah. once again. Uh, he singled. He stole base number 49 and then later scored on a Christian Walker RBI single. Uh, and, I mean, he, you know, we, we, we've talked about wanting him to hit uh, leadoff the yeah. entire season. When we've seen him do it, it hasn't had the best results. But, I mean, hitting leadoff lately seems to really be uh, the key for Corbin. He has gotten this offense jump-started uh, throughout this entire winning streak that they kind of been, went on now. Yeah, it's it's crazy because we were having a conversation last night after the show about like guys we think will or won't rise to the occasion in the postseason. Yeah. And, and we weren't, we honestly, we were kind of going back and forth about Corbin. We weren't too sure. Um, and it, it even seemed like uh, today, like it, maybe it's just amongst the office, but there was a lot of talk about just Corbin kind of needing to do like to hit a home run, really just hit a home run. Yeah. Like we wanted to see him put yeah. the ball over the fence. It felt like it, it had been a while. Um, and he rose to the occasion. Like he, he just has like that. That's the difference between like a lot of the young players that have good streaks when they come into the league and the guys that are generational from, from day one is they, they are just like mentally they're there already. Like they've got that, that, I mean, it's just that they got the dog in them. They, 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 he has that dog. He's in built him. for it. Yeah, um, really and you, I feel like you, you saw that today. You've seen that as of late. Um, it is like he really is special, man. He is uh, really is a generational talent and a generational person. Um, and he's ours. He's ours. The one thing, the one thing that we heard about him from everyone within the organization was how much he studies the game yeah how much he devotes himself right, the, to the, the game rehab the watching the games with the scouts and stuff like that and, and and absolutely like not only was it that but i think it goes beyond that because i think it also goes to like the fact that corbin you know you you kind of heard about it but we really haven't had a chance to see him mm -hmm. at a major league level right so this season now that we've had a chance to see his ups and downs to see him compared to other rookies and how their seasons have gone and the history now that he's made it makes sense because that was the thing we always heard from everyone was that this guy loves baseball and he is basically putting himself putting everything of himself into the game 
Yeah, no, I mean, it really is. And it's funny because, like, it, we joke a little bit about him not really playing Fortnite anymore. This over there. But oh, like, yeah, those days are over. But, like, <laughs> I mean, we live in a world where a lot of professional athletes, like, play video games almost like as a second source of income. Like, they, they'll stream and shit like that. Like, it's a big part of their, their lives. So the idea that, like, you can't play video games and be a pro athlete is, like, not a real no, one. No, but, but Corbin just you, doesn't. You do get criticism for Oh, yeah, you do. I mean, right? we saw like, that with Kyler. We, in plenty, which right? is wild and, because we don't see it with Booker. It's more based on your performance. If yeah, you can yeah, go out course. there, but it's almost like a job where you have a manager that lets people kind of do their own shit. It's almost like working they, at a place where you can get high and drink beer during the day. That's and I, it's like that, as long as you get the job done. A personal attack, well, I, I feel like a personal um, attack. If it's a personal attack on anybody, it's on me as well. I'm just saying, it's like it's it's cool as long as you get your job done. Um, sure, we do here, I guess. I was going more from my corporate background of like, oh. hey, there's a boss that doesn't let doesn't mind that this guy yeah. uh, dicks around because he, he gets his work done. Yeah, back. exactly. Right. Um, but it doesn't matter for Corbin. Like Corbin, like Corbin, is not even you're not even trying to find out. Like no, he, I know. he's just really invested, so invested in the game that yeah. like he feels like he doesn't have time for Fortnite because if he's if he's sitting around playing Fortnite, then why? Well, why why is he not? Yeah. Why aren't you Studying. in the gym? Why, why aren't you, you, why aren't you working out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, and I, that really does seem like what his mindset is. And yeah. again, he's a special kind of not just talent, but like person. Yeah. Uh, even like going back to class because he was bored. And so he started yeah. taking classes at, at ASU. ASU. Yeah. Like that is a, a, a special kind of person. You got to love like it's, it's bigger than loving the game. It's just like loving the process of getting better. In whatever form that's going to be, yeah, and that really does seem like what kind of person Corbin is. I'm all yeah. Get Corbin on the fucking cover. You put Jazz on the cover. HK Corbin's the future of the game. If they put Ellie on the cover, I'm going to rage. Yeah. It makes sense because you know he's Ellie De La Cruz, but Elizabeth is incriminating herself. She says it's like how you can listen to podcasts and watch the D backs while working as long as you still get the job done. Not that I do that. <laughs> Not that she does hey, that. I will say we have a very corporate <laughs> office across the hall from us, and I don't want to rat anybody out, so I'm not going to say her name, but there is a very nice woman who works there who sometimes awesome. stops by and just watches the D backs game in our office. To be fair, and she, she comes still, over when she hears us yelling yeah, about like when a she, home run. Yeah, which or we're doing the Lord's work here. Yeah. Uh, but you know, mm -hmm. she still has her job. She hasn't been fired yet. Yeah. Um, she is welcome. She is welcome anytime. She's lovely. Uh, Corbin Carroll, though, like I said, got the offense uh, going early. Uh, he not only stole that base uh, there in the first inning, but in the third inning, came back, did the same thing again, yeah. singles again, steals base again, same old thing. You just see the Giants kind of fall apart at times when they try to get Corbin because he just keeps applying that pressure that they know is coming, right? Like they yeah. know he's going to steal the base. So that makes it even worse yeah, because it's it just a matter of not if, but when, yeah, when is he going to go? It's the uh, Yeah. It's the presence. And especially, I mean, it's kind of just the conversation about baseball in general, but like the new rules, they know disengagements are limited and stuff. So yeah. if they're going to disengage, it's much more than just doing it to keep him honest. Like you have to, you have to utilize those probably. So now what is already a really complicated situation, especially when you're talking about a guy like Corbin, because if Corbin's on base, that means you probably have Cattell Marte or Christian Walker or Lourdes Gurriel at the bat, um, which in and of itself is a challenge for pitchers. And then you have to worry about what Corbin's doing. Like there's a lot going on in the mind of a pitcher. Yeah. Um, and obviously like the greats that ultimately doesn't mess with them all that much, but like, first off not everyone's a great and b even the greats like it is just an additional layer of things they have to think about yeah um and so it, it is that it is why they create chaos it's not necessarily that they're they're 
just because they're fast, right? It's because guys have to think about them being fast. Yeah. They they know that Corbin like throws when they know like it doesn't matter how fast Corbin is, they should be able to get him out on this throw, but they're rushing the throw now because it's Corbin exactly. motherfucking Carroll. And then or you like have Cattell scoring from first. Or like a double play where exactly. they know that the guys are going And so now they have to rush the, the throw to the first. Throw exactly. And, 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 and so it's, it it's, it's just the presence. It's not even so much what he actually does do or can do. It's yeah. just they know he's capable of it. And so they, they start making mistakes that they wouldn't make otherwise. Like it is... It, Corbin's just different in so in so many ways. Um, and, and a game that started out with the Diamondbacks once again behind because Merrill Kelly gave up a home run uh, to that leadoff irritant Lamont Wade Jr., yeah. who always seems to do something against us. Uh, the Diamondbacks answered right back uh, to tie the game in the first. Uh, then they added those couple of runs again. Uh, you had Corbin Carroll stealing that base. Uh, but they really just blew the game open. In the seventh, they had a three to one lead for most of the game. Uh, Merrill Kelly, his outing was uh, shaky at times, but again, Merrill bent but did not break, and he gave them uh, the link that they have been looking for out of starting pitching that and they really haven't been getting out of the mainstay. Uh, that that seventh inning really everybody busted things open, but Corbin Carroll with home run number twenty five to add to his two stolen bases. Uh, and I mean, he went four for five today with three runs scored and the RBI, like he was involved in most of the offense, either creating it or being a part of it. Uh, and he just continues to be <laughs> like, again, it's like he disrupted things enough that then, uh, like Chris says right here, mental disruption creates errors. Yeah. It creates all sorts of things, right? I mean, it, it, it causes pitching to potentially start rushing. It just, it really, it felt like. Corbin doing what he was doing consistently in this game was the catalyst to the offense being yeah. able to put up seven runs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he he, it's baseball is a very hard sport to do this in, but it really does feel like he when he's on, like he makes his teammates better too. And I mean, part of that I'm sure is like we were talking about pitchers having a lot in their mind when he's on base, and that obviously makes a batter's life a little bit easier. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just like it's funny because we I, we talked on a number of occasions earlier on in the year during the dark times about this lineup not being a lineup that like really strikes any fear into you. And I don't say I'm not going to say that right now. It is that not even now, especially with Christian Walker not hitting well. Like it, it, he's really he the, was three for four today well, though. And I mean today not, really felt like the big yeah. Like today yeah. felt like him kind of yeah exactly. coming out of that. And we that still like and, and more what I, what I mean is like when you fear if you're fearing anybody in this lineup, it's Christian Walker hitting bombs, really, I think. And and, sure. and so maybe like, Lourdes. Yeah, yeah. And so like but like now again, I'm not gonna say that this is a lineup that makes you that strikes fear into the hearts of other pitchers. It absolutely should but strike it, well, fear at the in the very heart least, of it's going to make them and their defense very uncomfortable at all times. Like you, this Moreno, lineup cannot you can't get comfortable with this lineup. Gabby Moreno three for four. Exactly. Christian Walker three for four. Well, because you like and and obviously Right, we we know third baseman is kind of the weak spot here, but like sure, you look Mango at the Rivera. depending on how this lineup gets set up, like you look at it, you get to the bottom of the lineup, and it's it's Gavin Moreno and Geraldo Perdomo. Like those yeah. are not as far as bottom of the lineup guys go. Like a, they're not easy outs, but then you get them on base, and they're capable of doing things yeah. there too. Like yeah. Gabby's one of the faster catchers in the league. Perdomo is just a, he's a wild card. Like this lineup is there's no there's no. Real, I, I don't feel like there is a part of this lineup where you can get comfortable as a as a bat. Like if yeah. you if you are another team and you're looking at this lineup and it's like okay, it's the ninth game tied. Who do we have coming up? Yeah, I, I like if you 
maybe you could say the the six seven eight spot or, or the seven like but anywhere in there you're gonna yeah. someone that's gonna make you uncomfortable you know you said it the other day in, in regards to zach gallon start christian walker's struggles you said obviously these guys are big parts of the team but they are able to do what they've been doing this is their fifth win in a row now yeah. they beat two opponents the two opponents on their schedule that we were most worried about. Obviously, we know we've always had the looming threat of the Astros in the yeah, final yeah. series. We made jokes about it coming down to that series and what a terrible opponent to, for it to be against. But realistically, with this wild card race that is going on, the Chicago Cubs were my biggest concern. Uh, and then there were these other little series yeah. in between that you knew were going to be critical, especially considering how the teams lined up. The Diamondbacks managed to get win number 81 in this game. Corbin Carroll makes history with his 25th home run and his 50th stolen base. Uh, and Merrill Kelly, who looked absolutely gassed already at times in this game, gave them a great outing. I mean, his outing started with a home run and a walk. And I was in the middle of making a... Oh shit, here we go again. Fucking gift to post on Twitter that was going to be funny. And I learned all sorts of things about Adobe Premiere. <laughs> and in that time frame, before I could even post it, the Diamondbacks had the lead back. Yeah. But uh, Merrill Kelly gave up a couple of base runners in the third, but retired 11 in a row from the third through the sixth. Ain't so. I mean, he just got stronger as the game went on. He had yeah. 67 pitches with one out in the fourth, and he still somehow got through six and two-thirds innings. And the that, man that's was why incredible. he's the mainstay, right? Because, like, like, it's not just that, like, you all you get those starts where he goes seven innings and it's just kind of boring because nothing really happens because he's doing his job. Yeah. But it's also, like, you know, he can have a bad first inning, and when Zach has a bad first inning, I'm like, ah, oh, man, we're just we're getting bad Zach today. Yeah. When, when Merrill has a bad first inning, it's like, okay, as long as it's like his offense put up a couple runs and he'll figure it out. Like it doesn't ever feel like he's ever like going to have a bad right. game. Right. Um, which is huge. And that's why it's surprising in the few times that he does. Yeah, because exactly. you're like, you're, you're kind always of kind of waiting it. for him to, to bust out of it. Um, Ernesto says something about Christian Walker. He, well, he's due. He'll carry this next week. Um, you know what? I just re realized we're getting Christian Walker versus the short porch at Yankee Stadium. Ha! Go get right, young man. Go get right. Yeah. Go hit him into those the fucking annoying-ass bleacher creatures out there um, doing their dumbass roll call. And then they get pissed off whenever someone else wants to do a roll call. Nerds. That's a what? That's a uh, wild. That's a wild thing. Like, such nerds. It's just a roll call. You oh, we're chanting. Um, we're chanting one of the players' names. Oh, that's our thing over here in the Bronx. <laughs> Don't you dare chant your your player's name until he gives you some kind of acknowledgement. Don't you dare, fucking uh, nerds. Nate, Nate Cleveland is asking about my pitching ninja shirt. It is nice. Uh, this is a Diamondbacks pitching ninja. You might not be able to see it, but there are snake, snake scales, scales yeah. on this baseball. It's hard. Uh, and I'm sure Max is going to be furious with me, but rotowire.com or rotoware. Rotoware. Rotowire is about fantasy uh, sports. Rotoware. This um, fire shirt I got from the PHNX locker. He did. That's going to be wearing it at Dollar Beer Nights. As a matter of fact, uh, there was going to be two guys wearing the same shirt, and there was going to be a fight or something. I don't know. There's a lot of Damon didn't want to be the uglier guy wearing the shirt, yeah. so he chose to wear it. I get it. It's a... just like the Ford Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow <laughs> Sean ends up on top. <laughs> he steals all my shit. Oh, that's the that's the way things work out around here. But uh, Kelly goes six and two thirds. He gives up three hits total, one earned run, three walks, and five Ks. And you just. Couldn't, couldn't have asked for more. But another thing you couldn't have asked for more of is the bullpen. Yeah, man. They Once are. again, 
going scoreless. Is that the best bullpen in baseball? Uh, question the, mark. The bullpen went scoreless once again uh, in in this series entirely. Ryan Thompson and uh, Saul Frank have not given up a run either one of them since becoming part of the staff. And I mean, I know they addressed it on the broadcast, but it just really feels like a completely different staff. And I know it is like it actually yeah, it is. is. There's a few remaining components. You know, there's still going to Miguel Castro. Uh, Kyle Nelson is still around. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like it feels like and we discussed this after yesterday's game a bit, but I don't think we discussed it on air. It really feels like they have their bullpen guys and the roles that they need them to. They know yeah. they know they know they can call on Kevin Ginkle in the eighth. They know they got Paul Seawald for the ninth. Yeah. They know they got Bryce Jarvis now to give them a little bit of length if they need it in a yeah. short outing. By uh, especially in the postseason when you know guys are just, you can throw guys until their arms fall off more or less. Like, yeah, it really does feel like, especially when you got guys like Merrill and what, you know, Gallon can be. Like if they give you seven innings, and the game, it feels like the game's over because Ginko's going to come out and he's going to shove for an inning. The T-Wall's going to come out for shove for an inning. And even if it's six innings, then you throw Sal Frank in there. You, you throw, yeah. you throw who, like, and and even Castro and Nelson, I know that they have been guys that have been, have drawn the ire of a lot of Diamondbacks fans at points this year, but they have, they have shown at points, specifically Castro has shown at points this year that he can be a very good pitcher. Um, and so like, especially, so now when you're at a point where those aren't the guys that you're relying on, they're just additional pieces on top of, what I would say at this point, like Ryan Thompson, Sal Frank, Ginkle, and Seawall have been four very, very good relief pitchers. Yeah. Like, yeah. now if you don't have to rely on Castro and, and Nelson as much as you did early on in this year, sure. and then the bullpen looks, it does look a lot different. It, it, it Those guys aren't the guys you're necessarily relying on as much. Seawall doesn't shove, says Piece of Yoshi. He walks the tightrope. I, that's absolute bullshit. He shoves when it doesn't matter. Or exactly. Not when it doesn't matter, but when, when there's when not it's as not much a on the line. save yeah. on the line. When there's not one run separating shoved, them. Was it the last night, team. right? It was he last night. Absolutely shoved, yeah. shoved last night. Yeah. But um, the one guy that we're. Oh, oh, before we move on, I forgot to say this, but Merrill Kelly, uh, for the first time since July 30th, did not end a start early due to cramping. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't even think. I Shrink honestly wasn't over. thinking about that coming the into the game. Is but over. That is. Very encouraging. It's also getting cooler. Was the roof open today? The roof was open, was today, open today. So yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's just hot. It's just fucking hot here. It's hot here. People ask why. Why is it hot in the stadium? Because it's fucking it's hot, hot in outside. Arizona. <laughs> yeah. In Go the outside. air conditioning. Like, it's not hot in the stadium for the first five minutes after you walk outside. I'll I, tell you that. I imagine in my head that there's some poor guy whose job is to like watch over this air conditioning unit that we've been told operates several buildings. And I just wonder how many times he gets a call where they're like, hey, can you turn it down some? And he's like, it's been cranked as yeah. much as it can go. It's for 115 years. degrees outside. What do you want me to do yeah. here? So yeah. I don't know. But yeah. uh, I will say, going back to Corbin Carroll, uh, he made his, of course, Corbin Carroll is our king snake. Was there any doubt in anyone's mind who now. the king snake was? Uh, 25 home uh-huh. runs, 50 stolen bases, and one rookie of the year trophy. Give it to him. <laughs> that yeah, was at, how are you not? You're, how are you not going to say he's a lock for the rookie? Well, no, of the it year? is nice at this point that like there's nothing because obviously like the first half of the year you you're like there were oh, times he's going to win it. Well, but even when you were like sure he's going to win it, you always had to be like as long as he stays healthy. Like there's nothing that can happen now. Yep. There's literally nothing that can happen that's gonna keep. I, I declared it game. over. You didn't even put this in the like for me to make in the graphic. No, I just declared just it over. over. I said yeah. it's done. He said it's Jover, yeah, I believe, is just what give, you said. Just when... give Corbin his trophy. Yeah. What it, I mean, I genuinely don't think like Kodak Senga could probably throw a perfect game in his remaining two, three starts and 
That's not doing it. The, the, oh, yeah. That, doesn't, the, the, <laughs> uh, that, that might do it. Mean, that but, might do it. If I'm a rookie know. of the year voter and a guy comes out and throws three perfect games to end a year, okay, he probably fine. deserves rookie that's of the year. That's fine. That's Pro- not going to happen. Probably deserves rookie of the year. Yeah, no, that's it's fine. not going to happen. But. Um, but Corbin Carroll could maybe potentially reach 30, 50, maybe 30, 60 at this rate. I mean, he did have four stolen bases uh, in this series alone, and it was a two-game series. But Also, Connor's um, making a good point. What's that? Corbin better not just be Rookie of the Year. He better be a unanimous, unanimous Rookie of the Year. If well, some of these if some of these rat bastard journos come out here and are like, oh, I'm from New York, I'm going to give it to Kodai Senga. Mm-hmm. Screw you. Here's the biggest thing, though. What does him winning the Rookie of the Year mean for the Arizona Diamondbacks? Well, uh, this was a per- personal accomplishment, a personal goal for Corbin Carroll for the very specific reason of how it would help the mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah, draft pick, baby. The Arizona Diamondbacks would essentially get draft pick number 31. They would get the first draft pick after the first round before the competitive balance a draft picks or, or whatever. but Maybe even um, sooner, right? Because sometimes teams lose their first round draft picks. No. Well, no, because like not if, a, they, if they would lose it, it would be traded away or something. So there wouldn't I be I thought I remember Jesse saying... Um, not there, every team has a first round draft there, sometimes there could be it, well I mean I may maybe that I maybe that scenario I imagine would be due to a trade or something that yeah, they traded it sure. to someone else but um, but yeah regardless of how many picks there are in the first round you're right if there's 20 it's six, coming in it's the first pick after the first round it's the yeah. first pick after the first round and that's that's really crucial because say what you will about this Arizona Diamondbacks team but look at the success they have from guys that they acquired through trades or picked up uh, drafted themselves and and had go through their system that are now impacting you know this team right the 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 bigger moves the bigger paychecks that they were giving out those were the ones that weren't working but now they have this core that they've assembled and honestly a franchise like the Diamondbacks this this might be their only way to win is to assemble a team this way and and potentially add to it so that that draft pick is just absolutely crucial it's it's incredible for achievement for you know for corbin carroll he deserves it and it's you know something that's even great for the franchise as as a trophy as a as an accomplishment but it's it's the fact that a tied to this award is an actual benefit that could make the diamondbacks a better organization going forward with that extra draft pick yeah no it is so amazingly crucial and lawler's gonna do it next year and we'll get another one um all right i'm with that but yeah no i mean it is it is just awesome for like to be a, a fan of an organization that has got a guy like this. Like yeah. to be like, especially when it's a, like it's like Arizona, where there's always kind of this feeling that we don't get enough national credit. Yes. Um, yeah. Like they're gonna y'all better you're gonna people be forced know to recognize. You're Carroll gonna be, is. and if they don't, they're gonna be forced to because oh, he's gonna I, win rookie of the year. I right? don't even think it's a forcing thing though. Like like again, when I was in Chicago, people knew who Corbin. Well, Carroll yeah, was. I, I don't I think you know, places, if you're a baseball yeah, fan, you know who Corbin Carroll is. But Corbin my Carroll point is, is that like. That's that's legitimate national like whether you want to acknowledge it or whether you want to believe it or not, he's the best rookie in baseball. Yeah. And you can argue it all you want, but he's gonna win the award. And that's the end of that debate. <laughs> you may not like it, but you'll learn to love it. That's the <laughs> way it goes. Well, we thank you guys for being here right now on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, make sure to do so. Uh, leave us our attaboy. That's the little thumbs up. And make sure to sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever any of the wonderful shows on our network go live. Also, if you're listening on the audio podcasting side, please be sure to subscribe over there as well. Leave us a review. We always appreciate the feedback. Um, but if you want to watch 
Diamondbacks baseball, if you want to watch postseason baseball, if you want to watch all sports, all of the sports that you want to digest with your eyes, go to Fubo TV. Mm. Get yourself a Fubo, Fubo TV Pro account. You can watch 100 and li- 140 plus live channels of sports, movies, TV shows, and more. Uh, you can stream live TV from any device. You can watch the most Arizona sports for the lowest price. Uh, and you can start watching immediately with no contract, no cable, no hassle at all. You will get your you will get your account right away, right after you sign up. You'll also get a thousand hours of cloud DVR uh, included at no extra charge. So make sure to not miss out on college football, NFL, everything that you have to watch. Watch all of your favorite college uh, football and NFL with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com/phnx to sign up for fifteen percent off your first month of Fubo Pro. Uh, and of course. What is the best way to make baseball better? Uh, you make baseball better by betting on it. True. It's the truth. Uh, you can place your first bet MGM sportsbook wager through the bet MGM sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. Signing up with our code of PHNX and doing so, you will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Uh, I've said this before. I say it again. I am a parlay man. I, I don't even like placing hmm. single straight up bets. It disgusts me, in fact. Oh my. I would rather lose an eight leg parlay just by one leg rather than, you know, just trying for one. What? I'm supposed to bet on a minus 250 favorite? That doesn't even sound fun to me. I need a long shot. So I'll make one if I have to manually. And you can do that with the same game parlay, or you can do that with a multiple game parlay where you kind of add legs uh, to that as well. Also, don't miss out on that money. Uh, again, at the BetMGM as a new customer, download the app or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up with our code of PHNX. Deposit at least $10 in your newly created account and just place a wager in the amount of at least $10 at a standard odds price to get your uh, $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. So, uh, yeah, any 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 bets? You I know you've hit on stuff. I know Damon, yes. Damon's been our betting guru lately. Like he He's like Merrill man. Kelly. It started out slow for him, but then he just went on an absolute tear over there. Merrill Kelly, I had him over five and a half strikeouts today, and he got five and then mm. got pulled. So mm. that one was that, a tough Is that why one. you're sad? He's been yeah. walking around with a long face all day about that. <laughs> it's sad. But anyway, uh, well, make sure to watch Damon over on the PHNX Bets podcast, by the way. He's been absolutely killing it. Uh, we don't know when Shane's going to come back. We don't even know if Shane still works here or not. He claims he still works here. Who? I don't believe him. Are we sure that Shane just has the right to like take back bats when he comes back? Like, maybe, yeah. No, maybe you guys maybe should fight for it. I for, think it'll be a fight. I think fight there should the be a record comparison, and whoever has the better record based he'll, on He'll probably have a better record than me. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. you got a smaller sample size, too. Yeah. So yeah. you string a couple, together a couple we'll, of wins. We'll He's work had a bad together. Days. We'll work together because you've been here. You've been here through the ups and downs. You didn't just abandon us during football season. But uh, make sure you sign up for BetMGM. Use that bonus code of PHNX. Place place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. You will receive $200 instantly and additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane, who we have no idea is ever going to come back, talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. one 800 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ontario. 
Well, this was a short two game series, but the Diamondbacks absolutely waxed the Giants in here. And I know we talked about this, but, uh, you know, this this felt this felt like it was going to potentially be kind of a trap series. It felt like yeah. it was a big moment. And I definitely have to eat my words when it comes to this, because like they they stepped up. Yeah. And this is a team that at times has not really been able to really step up in a pressure situation and they did that so let's uh well first we have jesse friedman now joining us so before we take a look at the numbers maybe we'll get jesse in here let's get jesse uh in into the chat with us but uh of course like i said the diamondbacks win this sweep this two game series um and i don't know is he ready is jesse ready let's bring him in here jesse hey there's our guy look at that beautiful shot that is a nice one that's a nice shot what are you doing? How are you doing? How are how how are things at Chase Field? I should ask. Things are good. Uh, yeah, we just talked with Tori Lavello after the game, and uh, he basically just ran out of words to to explain what Corbin Carroll has, has accomplished this season. Uh, you know, the question was asked several several different ways, um, and uh, yeah, I think we have a clip. I don't know if we have that clip ready. Let's take a point. look at that. You, no, not yet. Well, well let, not before yet. we okay. do that, we're going to take a look at the numbers from this series because the numbers have been uh, this this was a, a fairly decisive, impressive win. Uh, in a two-game series, the Diamondbacks were able to outscore the Giants 15-5, to outhit them 27-9. to The Diamondbacks played error-free baseball, where, as like we said, Corbin Carroll and uh, his, his fellow Diamondbacks caused chaos on the base path and allowed uh, three errors to be chalked up to the San Francisco Giants. Uh, but it's really here in the starting pitching and relief pitching ERA mm -hmm. that is impressive. The Diamondbacks, uh, 3.86 ERA for their starters, in these two games, 0.00 ERA for the relief pitching. Not a run allowed in this series. Uh, Giants, meanwhile, a 9.00 starting pitching ERA and a 7.98 uh, relief pitching ERA. Uh, what are your thoughts there on the way the Diamondbacks were able to turn things around here, Jesse? This is a pretty wild by the numbers graphic. Uh, I mean, the the Giants didn't have a hit with runners in scoring position in these two games. That that somehow was completely off my radar. Um, but yeah, I mean, a, a relief pitcher ERA for the D-backs of zero, as you guys said. Uh, that also we should also mention that the Diamondbacks did not give up an earned run against the Cubs on Saturday or Sunday. So this is a streak of four consecutive games where the Diamondbacks bullpen has not allowed an earned run. That's a pretty big, uh, pretty big contrast uh, to the bullpen that we've seen for, for most of the season. Ryan Thompson got a really big out uh, in this game when it was still close. It was a three to one game. Merrill Huge. Kelly was removed with two outs and runners at the corners in the seventh inning. Ryan Thompson comes in, gets a three pitch strikeout of Tyro Estrada uh, to end that inning. Luis Frias continues to look pretty good. Uh, believe it's been six or seven straight outings where he is not allowed to run. Uh, Miguel Castro did not pitch in this game, but he's looked pretty good uh, of late in a little bit more of a low leverage role in this Diamondbacks bullpen. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the bullpen is, has not been great overall. That is no secret, but it seems to be hitting its stride at the perfect time of the season. And the Diamondbacks have, have won a lot of games recently, uh, you know, in large part because of that. Yeah, the, uh, the Giants were 0 for 1 with runners in scoring position in the first game and 0 for 5 with runners in scoring Sheesh. position in the second game. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, the Diamondbacks really, I mean, they they held them to five, those five runs total, and, and the majority of those runs were scored in the first game. Uh, the majority of the runs were scored by the Giants in the first inning yeah. of these two games, and then not much else after that. So, 
I, I think the uh, one impressive note about Merrill Kelly's outing today was just the way he was able to rebound when it looked like Merrill Kelly wasn't even going to make it five innings. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you guys might have mentioned this already, but I think Merrill had 67 pitches, I think it was, with like one out in the fourth inning. And at that point, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, you kind of figure you're going to get five innings. That's kind of what he was on track for if he was able to finish reasonably well. Uh, and then, I mean, Merrill retired 11 in a row, uh, you know, and and I think there was a leadoff double there to start the seventh inning, but he was even able to get two outs in that inning as well. It was really impressive how he was able to settle down uh, in the first inning. As you mentioned, he did not look particularly sharp. Uh, he obviously gave up a home run to Lamont Wade Jr., which started the game. And that wound up being the only run that the Giants scored in this in uh, in this entire game. So uh, just really impressive all the way around that, you know, Merrill was able to settle down to that degree after really looking a little bit wild at times in those first few innings. Um, also, you know, the, the one thing about the, uh, relief pitching ERA has been, you know, what, what Saul Frank and, and Ryan Thompson both have been able to do. Thompson and Saul Frank have not allowed a run themselves since joining this major league team. You factor <laughs> in just kind of the roles of some of the other guys. You even had Kyle Nelson come out and pitch a scoreless inning today. And like, it just, it really feels like this bullpen is is becoming uh, a, a valuable piece of this team, mm -hmm. which is something I never thought we would find ourselves saying this season without major improvements. Yeah. I mean, Seawald was a major upgrade, obviously, at closer. So it's like things changed. It felt like the, the entire bullpen kind of changed once that role was set and it allowed everybody else to kind yeah. of fall into their roles and know where they yeah. would be expected to, yeah. to come out and pitch. But, you know, you can't say enough about the additions of Thompson and, and, and uh, Saul Frank yeah, yeah. and what they've been able to do here. And, and I know it's a short sample size, but it just or small it, sample size, but it, it feels impressive. It does feel like a lot of this is a product of guys just kind of like having their roles now. And like, yeah. I think like Castro and, and those guys are like are, are a little bit better when they don't have to get thrown into high leverage situations in the eighth. But when you like, don't know if you're going to I mean, I'm sure these guys are communicated by Tori Lavolo that you're potentially an option in the ninth. You're potentially an option in the ninth. But guys don't really know. Yeah. And, it's, and yeah I, it's I don't know if that, how you're going to be utilized. Yeah. That uncertainty like that. doesn't feel like it's yeah. a great thing for baseball players that like a routine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I and I think it really, you know, even though Paul Sewald hasn't been outstanding at times in that closer role, he's still, like you said, I mean, he secured that role. And once you have a closer, then it, it really does help everyone else fall into place. And it also helps when you have, you know, two guys and Andrew Saul Frank and, and Ryan Thompson just kind of come out of nowhere and jump into high leverage roles and have uh, quite a bit of success that they've had so far. So I don't know if I would call the D-backs bullpen an asset or you know, I mean, it, it's been a good strike, but I think the, the larger picture still says that this bullpen might not be one of the better ones in the league. But, sure. you know, they're getting hot at the right time. And, you know, that in some ways, that's sort of what, what the end of the season can come down to. It's just, you know, who's playing well when it really matters the most. And this bullpen is absolutely hitting its stride, uh, you know, in good timing here. Make sure to tell Paul I bought the shirt, Jesse. <laughs> tell him I got the shirt. All right. Uh, also, <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of, of teams playing well and not playing well, uh, what the hell, Braves? What the hell? Some of these teams we needed you to play well. Like, let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. The Phillies beat the Braves. The Braves are getting beaten by everybody, it feels like. But at least the Reds 
uh, continue to lose to the Minnesota Twins. Do you have any updates on any of the live games right now? Yeah, the Reds did start? lose to the Twins. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Marlins Mets still tied at zero in the top of the second. Um, that's you know really, the Mar- you know the Marlins are. We don't win that care game. about Angels Rays, although the Angels are beating the Rays. No. And uh, yeah, that's those are the only two games happening you, right now. You know who also we don't care about anymore is the San Francisco Giants, as far as we're concerned, because <laughs> in our wild card standings, we're ready to move on. We're just gray in the mouth. I will say real quick. It is, I guess, somewhat relevant that the Texans or the Rangers kicked the Red Sox ass today. And so it's the, not relevant. Well, no, it's, it's relevant in the sense that the West stays interesting. 